You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Let's go ahead and get into some matchups, Bo, because there are some very, very interesting matchups to watch this Sunday. There are going to be a lot of good football players on the field, and I think there are a few from each side that could tell the tale of this Week 2 matchup, Bo. So what are some matchups that you're looking out for when it comes to Falcons-Rams? Well, it's really easy for me to say Aaron Donald versus the offensive line of the Atlanta Falcons, primarily Dalman, Lindstrom, and Elijah Wilkinson, depending on where they where they want to place Aaron Donald in this 3-4. Right. But I, I kind of want to look at I, – I, I know that I put them on a matchup last week. Mm-hmm. But I've got three matchups here, okay. and I'll start with this one, which is – and then we'll get yours. We'll kind of rotate, as I think how we did last week. For but, sure. you know, I think McGarry versus Leonard Floyd. Um, how McGarry once again handles an edge rusher this week mm-hmm. and one that's – and the thing about it for me is Cam Jordan is better than – Anyone on this defense not named Aaron Donald or Jalen oh, Ramsey? Most definitely. Well, and, and then really up front, anyone not named Aaron Donald uh, mm-hmm. as far as where, what he does. Right. But that being said, Leonard Floyd is a speed rush guy mm-hmm. um, in, in some instances. And that's what worries me about McGarry getting out of his set. Getting, you know, getting, I'm not going to say and break it down because – because, you know, Dean Pease said something the other day, and I, and I agree with him about, you know, sometimes guys are out here trying to call out coverages and out techniques, and they don't know anything about it. And, look, <laughs> I don't know that much. I know enough. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think Floyd could, could give McGarry some issues with that speed mm-hmm. rush that he has. He's, he's a guy that was bigger, longer, got, got, got a little bit of speed off the edge, and that kind of worries me with McGarry. So that's one of the matchups that I'm really looking at that's kind of drawing my eye. Uh, so far, when I started looking at this yesterday, when I was going through my flip chart, I was I was grabbing some numbers from some guys, uh, what they've done against the Falcons in the past. I've got a couple there, you know. And, and as much as a, it's a new offensive line that Aaron Donald has not faced since he's been, um, you know, this this offensive line other than Jake Matthews, if I'm not mistaken, is completely new for him. And uh, I know it is because the two games he's played against the Falcons, he's only had two sacks with three quarterback hits. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not it's not like he's he dominated the old version of the sixteen and seventeen Falcons. So that is a matchup so far. I'm looking at is Floyd versus McGarry. If that's something we get to see a lot of, let's stick to the trenches for my matchup. But let's flip it. Let's talk about the Falcons' offensive line versus the. Los Angeles Rams offensive line. To be more specific, I'm talking about Tremaine Antrim versus Grady Jarrett. Now, I believe Tremaine did not start last week, and he's going to have to start this week because the Rams did suffer some injuries, unfortunately, on their offensive line last week in the opener versus the Bills. We know Grady had a good game, one and a half sacks, 
making tackles for loss. He was just making plays all over the field on Sunday. And Tremaine being a this being his first time starter, and I believe he's in this is his rookie season, if I'm not mistaken. So this is a welcome to the NFL moment for Tremaine going up against Grady Jarrett, his first time starting. That's gonna be a huge matchup for me because we know Grady can exploit the best of offensive linemen, but going up against a rookie offensive lineman now, Tremaine. I, I looked at I looked at his scouting report a little bit. He has some long arms. He's pretty powerful. So if he can get his hands on you, kind of like the the scouting report for Caleb McGarry. He's very strong, and once he gets his hands on you, he usually can keep hold of you. And that's the thing with Caleb McGarry. It's just are you fast enough to keep up with him and get your hands on him? So that's going to be the same thing for Tremaine. Can he get his hands on Grady Jarrett to keep him from blowing by him and the rest of the offensive line and get into Matthew Stafford? So that is a huge matchup to watch for me. And we know Grady is a beast. So I think that is a matchup that Atlanta Falcons can and probably will exploit on Sunday and help the Falcons give up more sacks. Who also, the Falcons, um, had four sacks in week one. The Los Angeles Rams gave up seven sacks against the Buffalo Bills. Now, I, I know you're, you're probably thinking, but Dylan, they had Von Miller and blah, 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 blah. I don't care if they got Von Miller, Ed Oliver. I don't care who they got. That Rams offensive line still gave up seven sacks, and that is another reason why I think Grady Jarrett could have a field day and the rest of the Falcons defensive line have a field day going up against this Los Angeles Rams offensive line. You already got some injuries. You're plugging guys in who you didn't expect to be plugged in, especially this early in the season, and you already gave up seven sacks last week to the Bills. So, Falcons defensive line versus the Rams offensive line, and more specifically, Tremaine Antrim versus Grady Jarrett. I think that's a matchup to look out for. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at Ankrum right now. He's a um, he's a third-year guy oh, out, of, uh, okay. out of Clemson. Um, he... Now he's having to start. We should we should say because they've yeah. having to they're having to move Coleman Shelton over to center, and go. and so that's that's where you know that's why this has happened. Ingram's yeah. never started a game, so this will be his first start. Um, and and it looks like last year I think he was like on the practice squad or something, but mm-hmm. but he was he was he's a Clemson guy though. So you you're you're, you're talking <laughs> about Clemson on Clemson violence. Right. Oh, which that's is, that's gonna be something. Which is which is interesting. And look, I'm all uh, I'm here for it. Not a, I'm, I'm here, here for it. I have nothing against Clemson, but I'm not a Clemson guy, so I'm all here for the Clemson on Clemson violence. <laughs> Getting over to my second one, um, uh, and honestly, you know, Jalen Ramsey. He, he we talked to uh, Michael Duarte from mm-hmm. NBC LA yesterday. And yep. on Dukes and Bell, he talked about how Jalen Ramsey was a guy they almost put on the pup list, didn't get a lot of action. That's yep. that is seemingly the excuse out, or not the excuse, but the reason out of LA could call it an excuse uh, right. for his poor performance against Buffalo uh, on the last Thursday night. So that that's, mm. that that could be a thing. So to me, you know, what are they going to do with Jalen Ramsey? We know Troy Hill's over there. Troy Hill's not a bad player. 
No. At all. He's he's very serviceable, very, you know, very good NFL player, not great. Right. But good to be, you know, not 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 a terrible guy. Um so who is going to draw Drake London? And what about when Pitts is on the outside? Are they going to shadow Ramsey with London the whole game? Are they going to want to try to use Pitts, um, excuse me, Ramsey on Pitts in, in situations where he's in the slot or on the outside? So that's going to be an interesting. So kind of seeing what and how they use Jalen Ramsey against right. these bigger bodied Falcons receivers. Because Ramsey, you know, people don't, you know, he's not Drake London, but he is one, two ten in that oh, yeah. area. So going up against Pitts, who's six six, possibly London, who's six four, uh, and even Brian Edwards, who's six three two fifteen. Those are all bigger bodied guys. Got to see right. more from Brian Edwards. So maybe Brian Edwards can exploit Troy Hill. So I'm going secondary here of their secondary a little bit on our bigger bodied receivers because honestly, I need more more from Pitts. I know everybody. Look, I, I, I've heard this talk, talk, talk. You you, you can't force feed Pitts. Take what you no. get. But I'd yes. like to see more from – I'd like to see London opening up and Edwards getting a little bit more into the offense and finally getting some catches. I know he was stolen two once. Kind of really opening up, you know, more opportunities for some of these other guys and create the mismatches that we've, that we've been salivating over the entire offseason with these big-bodied receivers. No, for sure. And I'm with you on Brian Edwards, too. I think he has to be much more of a factor because people are going to be paying attention to Cordell Patterson. Obviously, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, like you mentioned. Brian Edwards has got to be able to win his one-on-one matchups because I have to believe he's probably going to get a lot of one-on-one matchups and he's got to be able to exploit those. And Marcus Mariota has to be able to find him. Now, obviously Marcus Mariota is going through his reads. He's not going to force feed anybody like you were talking about, not force feeding Kyle Pitts. He's not going to force feed anybody, but Brian Edwards does, I believe have to start to be a key component to this offense because with all the attention on those other three guys that I just mentioned, Brian Edwards has to be able to exploit whatever matchups he gets. And you were talking about who's going to be on Kyle Pitts and who's going to be on Drake London. I did see something about, I was reading Rams Wire earlier, and I did see something about Ernest Jones possibly covering Kyle Pitts. So that could be a matchup to watch out for. So maybe Ramsey does get on a Drake London because maybe Ernest Jones and Kyle Pitts is the matchup there. So that'll be something to look out for. But as far as my second matchup goes, I'm looking out for Bobby Wagner versus Cordero Patterson. Patterson obviously had a huge game in week one, had the touchdown, 120 rushing yards, I believe it was. So Cordell Patterson looking to have another big game. Obviously, he's going to be heavily involved in the offense. Can Bobby Wagner stop him in the run game and in the pass game, too, because they can match up with each other when it comes to the passing game as well. So Bobby Wagner, you know, he's not the Bobby Wagner in Seattle anymore. He's a little bit older, maybe lost a step, still very good, but... Maybe not the same player it was. Cordell Patterson's a little older, too, but obviously he's still got a lot of juice and a lot of gas, a lot of diesel gas left in the tank. Well, well so, it's funny that you bring up Cordero Patterson, and that's one of the things that we were talking about with Michael Duarte as well, is he said, he goes, look, he goes, Sean McVay has, has pointed out that the guy they got to stop is absolutely Cordero Patterson. That's the guy they're looking at stopping. That's the guy they're honing in on. So that that's a really valid point of Wagner versus Cordero Patterson. And I think it's interesting that they're already paying that much attention and their game plan is circling around the guy. So that honestly should open up more. I expect to see Tyler Algier active this week because we know he wasn't, he wasn't active last week because of, of um, decisions with special teams, matchups, et cetera. You need Avery Williams for special teams. He's your, one of your return guys. 
I absolutely expect with Damian Williams being kind of up in the air, I expect right. Algier to be active. And I think if that's the case and Damian Williams is still a little bit banged up, you're definitely going to see more Algier, which will take some of the load off of Patterson, which we need to do a little bit. Much right. as I want the ball in his hands, I don't want him carrying the ball 22 times mm-hmm. in a game. I just don't think, you know, he essentially touched the ball 25 times last week with, with catches. And um, and this guy had, you know, I mean, he had 135, 36 all-purpose yards. Right. So that I just don't know if I need that much, uh, that many touches from him because I don't want him wearing down. But, you know, the only other thing I'll say matchup-wise, I know we're oh. getting close to um, – getting our keys to the game here. But I'm really interested in see how A.J. Terrell and Casey Hayward match up with Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson. Mm, yeah. Allen Robinson is a guy who, you know, obviously different team now. He, you know, he, he was in Chicago and Jacksonville, and some of these you – know, some of the two games he played uh, was, was, with, was with those teams against the Falcons. But in two games, this guy's averaging 90 yards a game over – uh, in receiving, he's got a couple of touchdowns and like 13 receptions. This guy's getting chunk plays against in his career against the Falcons. And look, yep. I know it's different players, guys. But when you see that logo and you've had good games before, you know your your confidence goes up. And you say, "Well, only 180 yards in two games." Yeah, 13 receptions, couple of touchdowns, 90 yards, pretty good. That's Especially being right a, there, playing for the Bears and the Jaguars, and coming some of the guys that the delivery systems that you've been getting. With those mm-hmm. teams, so Allen Robinson is a guy who you know, and, and then look, Cooper Cup only played once against the Falcons. That was that in that divisional playoff game in seventeen, and the Falcons, um, you know, they, they essentially shut him down. He only had six catches for fifty yards, so wasn't a great day. Again, completely different defense. In fact, the only guy on that defense still on the defense still that will be active because um, obviously Debo won't be active is Grady right. Jarrett. So completely different team, but yeah. again. You know, it's one of those deals where he's still a guy that we've got to worry about. So Terrell and Hayward really need them stepping up and kind of getting after it on on Sunday and, and trying to limit these guys because Cooper Cup, he was the only bright spot for the Rams on yeah. Thursday night against the Bills with his 13 catches. So, you know, that was the that was the bright spot for them. So, you know, I, I need to see what those guys can do, you know, and, and have a better game coming off a, a poor performance against the Saints in the fourth quarter. And, Bo, I'm going to give you and everybody a full disclaimer right here. I loved Cooper Cup's numbers and what he did Thursday night against the Buffalo Bills because, yes, Cooper Cup is on one of my fantasy teams. And um, yep. Guilty. Guilty. Me too. Yeah. So, Me too. I mean, look, I would much rather have an Atlanta Falcons win than a fantasy win. So I will sacrifice this week. For Cooper Cup to have literally zero catches for zero yards, I will sacrifice that, and I'll sacrifice the fantasy win for the Atlanta Falcons win because that's more important. But I just wanted to put it out there. You know, I'm not – I don't have my heart in two places because it's Falcons first, then fantasy. But I just wanted to put it out there that that is a thing. So I feel better now that I got that off off my chest, bro. 